Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome, everybody, to another year of Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. That's right. We are back. I am going to continue this. I um, honestly, I was fucking with everybody the whole time. I was never going to shut it down. And then people kind of kind of sent me some emails like, oh, OK, I guess this is a thing now. Um, but yeah, thank you all for the reception I got over the past few weeks. Um, and oh, hold on, hold on. I got I got to do something. I don't have my normal coffee, but that was for you, Jesse, the Magnetos. Um, everybody, I'm going to have a spring break recap. We're going to do it at the end. We're going to have another guest. It'll be a surprise for everyone, but not a surprise for everyone. But this week we have, it's going to be kind of a different set. I'm going to try to do something here. I'm going to, since the beginning of the second chance moped podcast, I always said, I want to do blocks, blocks of stuff and timelines and blah, 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 make the puzzle pieces fit. Well, we're going to, for the second year of second chance, that is a weird, weird thing. Second year of second chance. So we're going to go double deuce, you know, whatever. Um, so hopefully it won't be a deuce of a year, but it's got to be better than 2020. Um, so on at least the first month, the first four episodes of second chance of moped podcast on the second year, we're going to try to go through the existing moped shops and scooter shops of the moped community. Um, so we I figured I'd start with like the one kind of making the most, not noise per se, but like putting out some very clean builds that a few of the listeners have showed me pictures of i've seen your basement that's right um of their shop and i don't know anything about them so you (laughs) everybody knows me if i want to know something about you i'll flat out ask that question so with that i'm going to introduce our guest this week nathan from valley vintage mopeds hey thanks for having us on we we're new to the block and i have to admit i'm a little oblivious to the, the 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 chatter (laughs) <laughs> um, we've been so swamped since we opened in July of last year that I, I've just like balls to the wall here. And uh, we've been trying to like, you know, do some cool things. And it's the scene here has been w- really well received. So I, I'm, I'm really happy with uh, we've sold a lot of mopeds. Uh, we we're doing a lot of builds. We've got restorations from people from places like Alabama and Virginia and we're in Pennsylvania. So um, it, we're a river town here, like nestled in the little hills. Um, but the river towns here are like really fun to ride in. Yeah. And, uh, and so we, we just, my brother and I had a, had a, uh, you know, this, this love of mopeds from when I was in college, essentially many years ago, and it's just blossomed since. So. Awesome, Nathan. Awesome. I'm um, here on Second Chance Moped Podcast. We generally go through people's moped journeys. What happened? I eat the very first time yeah. they saw a moped. Yeah. You know, middle part of their moped journey. What's like today? So we're gonna kind of go through that and blend in okay. how you decided to start this as a business. So Nathan, sure. what is your very first memory of a moped? Not necessarily getting on, but conceptually understanding that as a moped. Well, I, and like, I give was, me a day. Uh, Everybody knows how I love my fucking timelines and I got shit about that all during moped spring break and all that guys. I love it. Um, but like, do you, give us a year and then you don't have to like follow a year all the time, but like, I just like to know when people started at mopeds. Uh, 1995. So okay. I, 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 and it was because a college roommate, 
um, brought this silver. I thought it was a pooch at the time. <laughs> I, I was a pooch maxi, which is obviously it's a pook maxi. But um, at the time, I was like, I'm going to ride the pooch. I'm going to ride the pooch. I'm going to ride the pooch. And uh, I honestly was on that bike more than any anybody else. I kind of felt bad. I started to have to, you know, pay for gas and stuff because I, I was just all over it. So 1995, uh, I rode an 80 maxi and uh that was it like i was like hooked I, my parents didn't let me have mo like any motorcycles any anything motorized I, I they were probably afraid uh so i didn't have any any of that when i was a kid so i made up for it when i was adult um but right, 19, right 1995 in college was my was my first uh love of it and it's it's been a love affair ever since Right on, right on. Just uh, familiar, everybody. Where were you at college? And like, yeah, I can identify with that. I had the mom that was always deathly afraid of me getting hurt. Yet I raced go-karts all over the country. And my mom and dad actually met Jeff Gordon, his Bush Series rookie year. It was at a body shop convention. And my mom asked Jeff Gordon, is your mom terrified of you racing too? And Jeff goes, she can't watch me to this day. And he was already... So there's a little <laughs> Jeff Gordon story for everybody and me talking about go-karts. So, um, yeah, so your parents were, your mom and dad won't let you have that stuff. You got on the maxi. Um, now did you continue this moped journey or affair, if you will, the whole it time? Went on, it went you on, set it, it went down on for a while. Yeah. No, it went on hiatus. Like, so uh, obviously college, I rode it all the time. And then you get out in the real world and like you, you, your, your plans change or whatever. And you, you you, you, you start a business, you, you know, in our, our case, I, I was running a healthcare company and uh, long-term care. So I guess got busy with a lot of other things. And uh, it, it took some time to come back to it. Always a love, but uh, I don't know, maybe five, six, seven, uh, maybe it's 10 years ago now, started back looking and started to collect a little bit, just wanted to start looking at at getting a moped again and and start uh, riding again because I, I just I, I was the, the I, I just enjoyed it so much so it, it's it was probably well into my 30s before I came back to it right on what was your first moped back because like I always jokingly say to people when was the first time you quit mopeds but you didn't necessarily quit there you just I get it the college thing happened life catches up adulting blah 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 um what was your first moped you owned getting back into well, it the the first one I, I I fell in love with was a maxi and and of course the the next one I had to have was a maxi so okay. I, I I I did find a gold maxi two um, that I, I I souped up a little bit um, a, a two speed a, a seventy nine maxi two and um, and 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 just took that you know took it everywhere and then started collecting uh, other moped started seeing what was out there and and i've just been collecting i i've kind of collect my brother and i have collected so many that we just kind of threw up into a a, a showroom and a store and a, and an enthusiast spot where we can all hang out and talk mopeds so um it's it's really it's really morphed from uh in the last four or five years to like total it's totally crazy now yeah <laughs> but, yeah um, yeah. When people start collecting, like everybody has their own weird experience of just, and again, where are you at it? Like at this point in your life and your moped journey, where are you living at in the America? 
Well, I'm, I'm in Western PA. So we're, we're like Northwest of the city of Pittsburgh along the Ohio river. Oh. So like I'm, I'm married and got three kids and uh, run a, own a healthcare corporation. And I also, um, you know, and then of course my hobby is collecting vintage mopeds. So um, it, it, they just, they, they, so they've, my, 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 my real, my, my, you know, I got three kids are smaller, 10, eight and six, my girls. And, uh, but uh, I've just, I've, I've just, uh, you know, had my collection and, and, and my, my, uh, an understanding wife who <laughs> likes the, doesn't mind the fact that I'm, I'm going places to buy them and, and collecting and all that. So you can call it what it is, Nathan. It's a fucking addiction. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I've quit everything under, I've quit all my bad stuff. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Do I don't do any of that? I can't quit mopeds. It's all right. I, I'm Nathan and, and I'm a mopedaholic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um i I hear that my guy and so you said the last five years it's really ramped up like have you just and i understand family kids all that like have you really kind of gotten out to rallies or been doing any of that scene or not and that's fine like and i noticed that there's a weird pocket in western pa that like through instagram i've talked to a few different groups like I don't know why, and I don't know that part of the country that well to even get it, but like there's this weird undiscovered pocket of Western PA that nobody does anything in the, in the community of mopeds, but now like me poking them and like, are you coming to list? I didn't even know that existed. Like, um, have you like, has there been like group rides or have you been any club stuff or? Yeah, we, we've, um, you know, kind of what we, we started here is pretty organic, but it's more like, uh, it's mostly just friends and customers and uh we do a lot of group rides too um but like as far as getting out to rallies and the scenes like i, I we've done a couple um like things with mo pit which is here in pittsburgh and um and i have been I, i've i've you know been you know people have invited us to do some like other things but we just were so new and i i've been working so hard at just like starting you know this up that we re- i really haven't even had a chance to catch my breath and be like yes well, i want to go here i want to go there i feel like in another six months or a year um we'll be in a spot where we can be like okay now it's time to like get into the scene and we are developing our own community here uh in in this area we're in beaver county which is like not the allegheny county is like kind of pittsburgh we're in beaver county which is like northwest and it's a, like you know like an old steel town like river towns yeah uh, river towns are the best towns to ride in like i tell people all the time like you want to you know i get it like minneapolis is cool a lot of great people but if you want the best riding like come over to st paul it wasn't built on a grid system come over to richmond virginia wasn't built on a grid system and just like yourself like you get a kansas city i mean some of the my favorite cities to ride in like get on some get in old cities and you'll have the most fun riding mopeds so i'm looking forward to um, you know, some life changing things could be coming down the pike here, which are all good. Maybe awesome. having to be able to spend more time kind of riding in those cities like Minneapolis or going to Detroit or going to uh, Kansas City, places I haven't even been and take them up as we we take them to Gettysburg and we do the battlefields and we'll do we, I've taken them to uh, South Carolina shores and we've done uh, some of those things, trailered some things in and and done a lot of that stuff. But like with a big group of people it'd be uh, just a, just a hoot we are trying to get back to gettysburg um 
in July to do a do a group ride. And I, I was going to let every I'm going to let everyone know when those dates are because we're taking we're just taking time. We're just going to close the shop and you know gone riding. You guys should come down to Richmond for the end of pinball run. Like that's going to be a big deal. It's going to be yeah. like yeah, I'm I'm there like Richmond, Virginia, Fourth of July, the end of pinball. Everybody should go there. It's going to be a big group. Like, I don't know, they're talking pretty big numbers for pinball this year. It's going to be a great celebration. And I think by then, everybody's going to be vaxxed up and we're going to have this thing lick. You know, we'll double stay here. Positive. So, yeah. 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 Like, I'm looking forward to the time where community can, we can all like be back at back at it. So, like, it's been a weird year, especially mm-hmm. to start a business, a new, a new business. Um, but, you know, it, it's been rewarding, but it's it's been a weird year for sure with uh, everything going on. Well, why don't you talk about that? You said you have this moped addiction. You had other business that it seemed like you were successful in. And I've talked to more than one business owner that also had this dirty addiction on the side called mopeds. Um, <laughs> what made you decide to try to do it as a business and understand that it's a viable option? Because like, I'll be the first one to admit, like, and guess what? People in moped lands, there's nothing wrong with buying a store-bought moped that's finished and running great. I, yeah, I mean, that's a great way. And it's a great way to get into the moped community. Like I'm an old gearhead. I love to figure out the puzzle and I will never, there's this weird sect in the community that will kind of shame some people. Why? Who cares? Like people are riding mopeds. We're all friends. It's, you know, if you ask that question to some people, do you work on your car? 99.9999% 99.9999% of America doesn't work on their car anymore. So I don't think yeah. anybody should be shamed for not working on their mopeds and having a mechanic work on is what I'm trying yeah, to get at. Well, I mean, I think, I, I, I think mopeds are for everybody. And sometimes mm-hmm. people, sometimes people that don't care to get their hands dirty, like to be on them as well. And, mm-hmm. and, and so we're, we, we try to appeal to as many people here as possible. There's, there's certainly um, people that just buy them and they tour, they, they do their own thing. They buy a stocker and they'll do their, their own thing. And that's cool. Um, there are a lot of, there are a lot of our clients that we've had that just don't want the, they, they just, they don't care. They just want to ride. And they, 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 if something happens, they are happy that we're here to help them fix it. So and that's why we're here. And we do, we do um, a lot of informational stuff with the, those that want, but there's a lot of, a lot of our clients, they don't, they don't, they don't really care. Like they just, they want to fix, they want to ride, they want to have fun. They want to turn it on, go and have a good time. And I can appreciate that. Cause that's who I was. I'm not mm-hmm. anymore. Cause I, I, I got tired of trying to find somebody to fix my stuff. So I learned how to fix my stuff myself, but there are people that just don't want to, they don't want to fix it themselves and, and we're here for them too. Um, and so we, we kind of straddle a lot of things. I just think mopeds are for everybody. You know? Yeah. But uh, back to the question, like what made you decide to open up a shop? Like <laughs> what, what progress? Cause it's not like one day you just, you know, being a businessman that you are, you just decide I'm going to make a whole bunch of money at mopeds. You really don't. Yeah. Like, I think, I think the goal is to break even, maybe even make a couple bucks, but yeah, it's so hard to do it. So I have so much respect for you, but like, what was your decision to open up a moped it, shop? It, money is the absolute last thing that mm-hmm. is on my list of priorities. I've done pretty well for myself. So I did, we, we have, we didn't start Valley Vintage Motorworks to make millions of dollars in mopeds. That's <laughs> I, I would have done it another way. 
I love old things. I like fine. I like, I like the way I feel on mine. I like the way I feel on all my mopeds. And I think others, even those that may not want to work on them might like it too. And that's why we're here. And I, I can tell you, we have a lot of clients that enjoy, um, enjoy being on them as well. So I, I, it's just one of those things where it's kind of not, not narcissistic, but like, I feel like I love them so much and I like riding them. I think everyone does. And, you know, offering these to, to those that um, may not have a mechanical bone in their body um, or, or, or even if they do um, has been a, it's, it's been well received here. Like we've, we've done, we've done pretty, pretty well, but that's not what drives us. What would drives us is picking up six 48 Lambrettas, you know, in the mid fifties and all needing work and getting them back on the road. That, mm-hmm. And getting them to into people's hands that will enjoy it and, 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 and giving them another 40, 50 years of enjoyment out of old things. That's the romantic thing that we love here at Valley Vintage Motorworks. That's, that's what gets us going. It really is not money driven at all. It is old things, getting new, clean, finished, looking good. So, you know, that's, that's our, that's our stick here. Yeah. Yeah. And anybody in the, there's something to be said like you just said, something that had been sitting for 20 years and then it fires back up. That is a, a beautiful thing to be a part of in any capacity. Um, there's um, there's so many people that are connected to these things, either because they're, I hear my grandpap had this, or this is my pappies. This was my, you know, this is my uncles. This was, you know, people are so connected with them that they don't want to give them up, they, but they don't necessarily know what they're doing with them. But they, they're, they're so connected with them that they want, they, they, they feel like, they're like a pet to me. They're like a dog or cat. And so people have an emotional attachment to them. Oh yeah. And the, and the stories behind them, their historical things. Most of these are getting to be 40, 50 years old now. So like, there's a story behind every single one of them. And we like to give that story. We like to tell people that story that we're, we're, we're very open about where they came from, what, what, where they, where we where we found them, what condition we found them in, and where they are today. So it's a lot of fun. Um, what has been your favorite build? I was so I'm so new. I I, I did a Magnum. I did a a Magnum XK build that I actually turned into an MK2. It was a white clone that I I did for my, just myself just to see if I could do it, and. Um, it's it's been on our website. It's it's a it's a it's a white magnum with uh, with um, with white walls and uh, and uh, it, the the the, the uh, ZA50 that was was in a bucket that a, a guy in an auto parts store gave to me. Um, <laughs> I didn't have a motor. The motor that was going to go on it was a was a was not a moped motor, and I I rescued it so that they wouldn't hack up the frame and put um, uh, some some other type of motor on it. And so I, I slapped a ZA50 motor on it, and it was really a reclamation project. It's in a million pieces in a in a basement, and um, and 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 built something that uh, I, I just loved riding. A custom seat. I, I mean, I spent a lot of money on the seat. I, I spent a lot of money on the paint, but it was one of those things that it was just neat to see it from in boxes and pieces. And now it was a complete thing. Um, and uh, it, it sat in, our, in the showroom and I, I wouldn't, I didn't not want to do anything with it, but somebody kept bugging me and bugging me and bugging me to, to buy it. So I, it's, it's somewhere else now and it, it still pains me to this day, but it, it was my favorite. My favorite build was my, was my Magnum because it was, 
it was in a million pieces and not going anywhere. So yeah, yeah. that's awesome. I love to hear stories of reclamation like that. I that's my pinball bike I'm working right now. That thing was laid outside for 20 years and it's going to see more miles on it when I'm done with it in a week than it ever did in its entire life so far. That's um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what it seems to me that you guys kind of focus, I, I understand your versatile shop, but it seems like to me you guys focus a lot on pooks. Um, or is there something that you guys just really hone in on? And like you say, you want a bike, you come to Valley, uh, Valley Vintage for this bike. Uh, is it is it pooks or is we, it? We, we, we do a lot with pooks. Um, we also, I mean, we, we have, I mean, I could, I got derbies. I have, I have sacks. I have Peugeots. I have. Do a lot of Frenchy bikes, a lot of motorbikes and uh, and uh, and Peugeots. I, I have Gorellis. We we did a uh, a super sport um, project that's getting near completion. That's super cool. So we really the whole gamut. We we we've kind of I, I think we've touched just a, a lot of them. I just I just ran into a Casal, a Portuguese bike that I hadn't really I hadn't seen. That was this weekend, but um generals we have a few of those uh so we, we actually there actually was a kid it's uh moped spring break with one yeah. and those it was whose motor did they get the rights to i, I was sax was it no, were they german it, parts I, it was i forget i'm blanking right now because like i'm still kind of waking up from everything because like i said everybody knows i'm a sober kid whatever but like rallies emotionally i smile so much so like i'm just sitting there like in that after normally this is tuesday normally my monday is like my emotional hangover recovery day <laughs> and it's just it's just goofy so like i'm totally blanking on um yeah it was sean's bike and sean was the real mvp of moped spring break running chase for everybody um awesome. but yeah those are those are is it t is it that t weird teal color or what it, what color did that one come it was no, it was it was an, like an orange, and uh, it was uh, I'm, I don't know for I, I I'm not I'm, I can't it was an orange with like cream side covers. Okay, and it was it was just a Casal. It was like a bike I hadn't seen. It was a K one seventy seven, and yeah, I, yeah. I just I haven't I haven't I don't run into those. No. And uh, there's just not a lot, lot on them. So well, it's like it's an Argentinian bike. What the f I didn't even yeah. So and yeah. I'm always learning about bikes too, and I finally. I I've always heard of white cobras, and I always thought people were BS about them. I finally saw yeah. a picture of a real white cobra. Yes. Like, so, yeah. and I'm thinking there could be one or two in southern Minnesota because there was a pretty big poop dealership. I know where there. there's two of them, and but they're in Massachusetts, and they're uh, there's a they're in a collector. I know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> I have a red one though. I love my cobra. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. fun, fun. Um, so, do you guys do? I understand you do your mechanical in-house, but like, do you guys do your painting in-house or do you send that out? And like, again, we, there's nothing wrong with, you know, outsourcing. It helps. Yeah. We, what we do, what we technically, what we really do is yeah, our powder coating. We have, we send out cause we have a partner that does that. We don't like, we just, we transfer costs. So like whatever mm -hmm. he charges us, we just charge our customer. That's what we do. Same with our paint. Paint's so expensive that auto body, we got to go to plastic. Yep. But we do, we, we auto, like, everything's done professionally. I don't, we don't rattle can. So 
everything is done in its, you know, how it's, how we can do it the most and dura most durable and effective way. But those craftsmen, even our seats like we have done, we have several craftsmen that do our seats, all that's done. And we don't pass anything other than the cost along just because it's expensive, but we want it to be right. So those are the, those are some things when we, we do our builds, like there's, you know, we'll have our hours into them, but our, our, our craftsmen, that whatever they charge us, we charge our customers. Yeah. That's what that's what we build in, and so. But we we we're. I'm very happy with our seats. I'm I'm very happy with our powder coating. I'm very happy with our paint. Um, all all of it is uh, is top notch. We even have a vinyl wrap guy that we're getting ready to wrap a motor uh, a motor marina that's uh, that was actually we brought it back. It was repainted already before it came to us, and we're wrapping it with Repsol and and doing it like in sport bike theme. So. So we're even doing vinyl wrapping and things like that. So it, stay tuned for some of those builds. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what do you, you talked about a little bit. What do you see as the future for uh, Valley Vintage Mopeds? Um, you said, you said, when did you guys actually start in existence? Cause I really didn't know about you until about six months ago with your Instagram. And it seems like between Instagram and Moped Army, that's the moped community right there. Yeah. So we start, we, we, uh, we incorporated in in 2019 in, in a shed similar to like what like Apple did. Mm. We, we we started out of my my brother's garage in uh, in Chippewa, and then we you know we got kind of pushed into like well we'll start we'll just have like a like a little museum or something, and we'll put our mopeds in and we'll ride out of there. Well, then it turned into a full fledged garage, and then one of my good good friends who I was coaching soccer with was like, I really want to leave my job, and I really he's really good at mechanical i mean a whiz with motorcycles all old stuff he's like i really like to get out of where i'm at and so we just kind of all took a, a step in faith and uh, and then in july we just kind of went full full bore into it and like kind of the rest is history and who, who knows where it's going to go we're we're so booked and busy um our, our we have nine projects we're working on right now we have like i said we have a magnum from alabama a moto mccain vlx from virginia and then like four or five builds we're doing for, for, for local customers that we're excited to share with everybody when they're done. So it's like, it just ha hasn't, hasn't stopped for us. That's awesome. You talk about your restoration. Are you guys also a part supplier for local people? Or are you just not into yeah. selling parts right now? Yeah, no, we, we, we will sell parts. We, we, we definitely sell some parts um, for, uh, you know, for those that come in, there's not a huge community right here in Beaver County. So we're building a community of, yeah. of riders. It, and, and so there's not a huge market, but like, it's amazing how many people come out of the woodwork. You're like, Oh, I have one of those. I had this, I had that. So we do stock a lot of parts, uh, mostly for our, you know, for our service department, but we do sell too. like people need petcocks and belts and, and stuff like that. We, we do keep a good bit here so but we're that's not our main jam our main jam is, is is doing builds and 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 building our moped community here yeah who is who do you guys use for a part supplier do you go go through treatland, like uh, everybody really treatland moped division dos cycles denny's cycle uh i mean wherever i can get it i i know every one of those that i just mentioned has been so helpful and some of our hard to find parts i've got like six Lambretta 48s. And I, I, I don't know if I'm hoping somebody can help me with a couple of those things, but um, they've all been extraordinarily, I'm hoping I'm not forgetting anybody, but just about 
all the the big players and the in the parts treat like I said treatland moped division been extraordinarily helpful so is dos cycles and then Denny's and and some some other smaller um I've even gone overseas to uh JMB parts and uh at poop shop if I had to so they it, we've wherever I can get them it's been it's been tough in the pandemic finding parts you know mm-hmm. for some of these things so yeah yeah it's great you're using the whole community because it does take the whole community and you'd be surprised once you know 2021 rolls around and we're able to well it's rolled around people but like when we're able to actually be be together um i'm all vaxxed up i'm good to go and like you'd be surprised what kind of community can get built just by um riding them around like everybody, I can say this, we had a few bummers from some locals, but like for 98.97% of the locals down at Moped Spring Break, they all loved us. Like, we freaking love you guys, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I'm like, yeah. Um, you look at what Ed and Sharon's done in Omaha. Like there's a huge, great community there based oh, yeah, on Moped Shop, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ed, Ed and Sharon are really good people. Um, God, I can't think you know. Like, is there any other things you'd like to talk about, uh, Valley Vintage? Yeah. Um, do you yeah. want to tell us... If you got a website, Instagram, where you're located, give us all your digital stuff again. Yeah, yeah, we're we're on Instagram, uh, Valley Vintage Motor Works, and uh, Facebook as well. Uh, we're in Manaca, Pennsylvania. We're in a river town, um, just northwest of the city of Pittsburgh. ValleyVintageMotorWorks.com, and uh, you know, I, I encourage anybody that's in the area to stop in and see us. We we are very hospitable. I have an old Coke machine that we like to. We like to drink old Coke out of. You can see and, the bottles right here on the and, and, feed I've got, guys. And we we watch old wrestling and like nice. Hazard or like uh, I put on like old Bert Sugarman Midnight Specials and we we listen to old music and I have a record player that we like to play and kind of live in the past because that's kind of it's you know it's just what we do but um, it, it's a cool spot and I encourage anybody to come in and and uh, to stop by and see us because we we love to have you. Right on, right on. It'd be nice to see if you guys maybe throw some ride or sometime in the next year or so. That'd be pretty we, rad. To we, get. We, I'm we always pers- about riding Rivertown, so. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a hoot here. You, you'd have a blast, and, and we're definitely going to get more of a uh, like a national presence at some point. I just didn't feel like we were ready, and we will be ready at some point to, to host, and we even have rooms upstairs and stuff like that for people that are out of town. We've, this place is built to be able to do that stuff, so we're looking forward to getting to that. Awesome, awesome. I can't thank you enough, Nathan, for coming on Second Chance Mopeds. And don't forget, mopeds are dumb.